Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. Mm. What do I want to start with in this moment? Just general housekeeping. If you are listening to the replay, if you're watching on YouTube, everything that you could possibly want is in the description box if you want to see what I'm what I have going on right now. By the time this comes out, I don't know what I'm going to put in there. So you're welcome to check that out. Maybe I'll drop something new in there. So just check the description box in the show notes. If there's anything that you're wanting, your heart's desires will be found in there. So that's number one. And then let me go ahead and shift into collective prayer. I'm in full agreement for your doubts to be proven wrong. I'm in full agreement for your fears and negative expectations to be challenged. I'm in full agreement for you to connect to your desires more intensely and more consistently and for you to hold the end state of your desire in a stable manner so that it materializes at rapid speed. I'm in full agreement for you to increase your expectations. I'm in full agreement for you to remember your power and influence. I'm in full agreement for you to remember that it is not a matter of time. It is a matter of alignment and for you to have full permission to use your tools in order to get into alignment, in order to expedite any processes that you might be in the middle of in this moment. Full agreement. Full agreement for you to have an amazing week. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and move into podcast submissions. Let me see what I have going on here. We did that. Okay, so this is a celebration. Hi, Sydney. I'd like, this is for Jackie, by the way. I'd like to celebrate finally publishing my first book. Congratulations. It's been more than a year in the making, and I definitely had times I wanted to give up, but she's about to be live and out in in the world. I'm exhausted, but excited to start this new chapter, pun intended. Love this. Congratulations. 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 I can just feel the sense of completion, the accomplishment, the excitement about future projects, feeling all of that. So proud of you. I hope you're proud of yourself as well. It's a huge accomplishment. Okay. I'm opening up the chat box, by the way, in case you're, you have any comments or anything. Okay. Now let's go into the advice column. It's anonymous. I have too much stuff. I'm an organized hoarder, not garbage, just too many things, especially clothes and crafts. It's a disorder and I shouldn't be justifying doing it for myself, but I do at times because I feel embarrassed. My organization style is I won't put things away until I do it the correct way in my mind. 
which sometimes leaves me with empty drawers. I need help. I keep trying to go through my stuff and minimize, but every time I only get rid of a few things, then buy more. It's too overwhelming. I'm sick of having the relationship with my belongings that I do. I want to be much more minimal, and I know how to organize and clean really well. I do it wonderfully and easily for other people, but I have formed such a strong attachment to my items. I've read and listened to podcasts. The concept of how how to help sounds easy, but doing it feels impossible. I've asked my friends for help, but nobody seems to be able to help me now. I need it. I don't know what to do. So here's... Here's a helpful piece in terms of the order of operations that you want to do things in. So adding any type of strategy, in my opinion, on top of the story and the self-talk that you have going isn't going to work because the frequency that you're in is nothing works, nothing helps. That's the root. That's where I would go first. So instead of I'm trying to find a way to move stuff around in a way that soothes me or I'm listening to a podcast to get a strategy, I wouldn't take a strategic approach at all. Instead, I would go directly to mindset and belief systems before you start working on any strategy. So that would look something like softening the tone that you're taking with yourself about this. So there's, there's, um, in the message I'm reading panic, I'm reading stress, I'm reading tension, I'm reading embarrassment, shame, right? There's a, the emotional clutter is going to result in physical clutter as well. So instead of all, all of the shame, we want to start softening that up first and then strategies will get easier. So it would be, My desire to resolve this is really strong, and I trust that there is a solution that will come to me and will make sense when I'm ready for it. I know that the right next steps are going to be available to me. It's okay that I haven't figured all of this out right now. I want to figure it out, and that that desire alone is more than enough for the solution to appear. I don't need to force anything and run myself into the ground about it. It's something that I can I can work my way into. What else would I say? I'm trying I'm trying to find some better self-talk for you. I think there have been people in the past who have overcome things like this and I do think that I have the potential to be the type of person who overcomes this. I'm looking forward to this being a part of my past and a part of my story. I know that the right inspiration, I'll continually be inspired to the right things. And right now, all I need to focus on is building my inner confidence around this topic. Right? So instead of what do I do, what do I do, practice I think this is going to be easier than I'm expecting. I may have been expecting that it was going to be hard before, but I actually think I can get on board with this being easy. What if, what if the attachment to the stuff isn't permanent, right? What if 
what if I can loosen my grip on this? What if, I mean, just start entertaining more positive what ifs. And that will be, um, let me see this. And I think that's going to make it a lot easier. So go aim at self-talk. Don't even touch strategy until you get a hold on the self-talk. Because if you're talking to yourself saying, it won't work, it won't work, it won't work, it won't work. Nothing works. Nothing works. I'm beyond help. There's nothing I can do. If that's where you're at, it doesn't matter how many solutions you try to implement. They will all be dormant. Let me see if there's anything else here. I'm sick of having the relationship with my belongings that I do. So then I would say, I'm ready to develop a new relationship to my things. And I'm ready to receive the thoughts that are that are congruent with where I want to go. So what you're making yourself available for is thoughts, not strategies. That's how I would, that's how I would approach it. The concept of how to help sounds easy, but doing it feels impossible. Yeah, that's why you get, get away from doing it until doing it feels like the natural next step or it feels easy. Talk to yourself in a soothing manner until it feels easy. Okay, so the one more piece about the embarrassment. Embarrassment, it's so interesting. Shame and embarrassment actually make the symptoms worse. So this is also the the same issue with most addictions is like, I'm, let's say I'm an alcoholic. I'm embarrassed about being an alcoholic. I'm feeling ashamed of being an alcoholic. And that shame is now driving the addiction even more because I want to get away from that pain. And that's how the vicious cycle starts is this ouch feeling is the thing that's driving me to drink or this ouch is the thing that's driving me to shop or this pain is what's driving me to cling on to this stuff for dear life. So you want to take the emotional root of transforming that shame into confidence. And again, this might be like 1% at a time where instead of talking to yourself from an embarrassed with an, with a shameful tone or inner dialogue, um, it's more empowered. That's like the medicine here is empowerment. I would say, because if you can sustain, if you can persist in an inner dialogue that is empowered and confident and like it's okay, I can do this. It's okay, I've got this. There's there's no pressure. There I'm not in I'm not in a time crunch. This is something that I desire. It's something that's ne- that will happen. The my success around this is inevitable, right? So starting to persist in that type of inner dialogue, you do that long enough, you, the organization and getting rid of things are going to be no big deal because that level of empowerment, if you're holding that frequency long enough, that's not going to be an energetic match for hoarding 
uh, symptoms or like a cluttered home, right? So think, think about it more in terms of frequency and that might help. So I hope that that, I hope that that clarifies some things and that gives you something different. I hope nobody else has, uh, mentioned that on a podcast and I'm actually giving you something fresh. Oh, there was one more piece about the the organization that I wanted to say. Um, Also, the other piece is the perfectionism. You might find that having to have everything mapped out in your mind is just another symptom. It's I, I would equate that to like a form of rumination where it's not really it's it's just another thing that you do that's more of the compulsive behavior. Um, I'm saying that as someone who deals with OCD. That's that's my symptom. So that rumination has the potential to be there. Um, but over time, again, with practicing empowerment and talking to yourself in that new way, you'll have the ability to shift that into... Um, like I can, I can just put things away. I don't need to ruminate about it for five years. And once you're there, things will start to clear up as well. So that's just, I would put that in the category of rumination. It's not an, it's not a legitimate need. So that's, that's the thing that you want to differentiate in your mind is having everything perfectly mapped out is not, it, it, that's not actually necessary. It's not a need. The The pressing need is an improved inner dialogue first. Practiced, sustained, improved emotion and inner dialogue first. And then everything else will ripple out from there. Okay, that is, that is everything when it comes to the podcast submissions. Give me one second. All right, let me pull some tarot and then we will wrap up. Ooh, the tower. Let's see what's getting shaken up. Four of wands. And the devil. I'm hesitant to take this reading only because it's coming on the heels of the conversation that we just had. What do I want to do? Let me reset. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave these. I'm going to reset. I'm going to clear the deck. And let's see if there's two completely different tones that come up, then we'll see. Because I think it may have just been an extension of the conversation that we just had. This is also, if you're ever reading tarot, keep this in mind that if, if you just, 
we're super focused on something and now all of this energetic momentum is going and then you pull cards, that energy is going to leak into the reading. So just be, be warned. Let me, okay, let me set this intention clearly. What do the viewers need to know? What do the listeners need to know about the week ahead? What's going on in the week ahead? The moon. Nine of swords. Okay. 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 Now it's making more sense. And then we have six of coins. Okay. That's, this is the right reading. Cause I was picking up from the first set of cards. It's like, there's a bunch of fear pictures coming up. And so that's why I couldn't tell. Is it from the conversation or is it something that you're navigating? That was what was coming to mind. So it does look like there's the, the illusion of the moon restriction, constriction. This is anxiety. So the anxiety around receiving, the anxiety around reciprocation, the anxiety around how things are going to shake out. And so I'm just getting that you want focus on the desire. Know that all, it's 111. Know that everything can be accommodated. Know that your desires can be met. It's almost like I'm getting in the medicine for you is reconnecting with knowing there's nothing that is too difficult for God to solve. Nothing. Nothing. And so that's where I'm just getting that there's there's an element of blindness that is coming up. That's what the moon is. It's like you can't really see beyond the veil. There's stuff going on, but you don't you don't really know exactly what's going to happen next. You don't know for sure. It, there's a wishy-washy energy to it. There's um it's foggy. It's unknown. It's uncertain. That's what can drive anxiety. It's, I think we've talked about this before. The unknown can be anxiety producing when you forget that the unknown is where the magic can come from. So if you're not navigating the unknown, if you're not dealing with the unknown, then you're dealing with what's predictable. So you can't really have it both ways. You can't say, I want something totally different, but then have it be everything that you've just expected. Because the past expectations are going to fill in that that un- that grid of the unknown unless you're willing to just lean into the unknown. So there's this energy of free fall. There's this energy of, I can't see it, but I'm going to trust anyway. Or I can't fully see what's ahead. And this it's interesting because I said I wanted to talk about faith. And then that's what's coming through here is faith is different than expectation. 
So if you're in the energy of expectation, that's actually way, way, way stronger. That's better. That's a better position to be in. Like if it's in alignment with what you want. Faith is, I can't see and I don't know yet, but I still trust. And so these these cards that came up initially are reading as, I don't feel like the net will appear. I don't feel like I'm going to be caught. I don't feel like I'm going to be held. That's where that fear can really creep in, is when you're feeling the contradiction or the uncertainty is not feeling good and expansive. It's feeling like a big burden that you're holding. So this week I'm getting for many of you exercise is going to be really important. Move the energy, move the energy, move the energy, move the energy. And let yourself recognize that anxiety is an illusion or, or the, the fear of, the negative anticipation that is not even really happening. That's a what if that you're entertaining. So you want to start shifting that what if to move in your ID, your preferred direction. And then know, know that you can get what you want. Know that you can receive it. Know that you can bring it into your field, that you can allow it into your life. So that's, this is a total mind game. The other thing that I'm noticing about the moon and the nine of swords is they're mental. Both of those are mental cards. Like, it's about how you're thinking about it. It's about what you're telling yourself. It's about, it's just a huge mind game. So let yourself navigate the mental body with ease, tend to the body, move the anxiety if you have any, or if there's any doubt, if there's any fear, if there's any negative anticipation, it's like, just let that circulate. And reconnect with knowing that what you want is not a big deal. It's no big deal. Of course you can have it. Of course it's going to work out. And even if, and it, it's like you want to completely get away from the idea that, well, it doesn't look like it's working out right now. It's like, well, that's where the work is. The work is continuing to hold that regardless. All right. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I appreciate you all. There will be more to come and I will talk to you all later. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.